Good morning, 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 everyone. Well, at least it's morning here in the UK. So I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. And thank you very much for coming back to another podcast. For those who are listening on their various devices, whether it is their mobile phone or their tablets, I thank you and may God bless you. For those who are watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube, I say thank you very, very much. So in today's topic, I'll be speaking about sin and why we shouldn't hide our sin, but why we should and must instead confess them at all times and repent. But before I get into this podcast, as always, you know, I just want to lift up a prayer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is our sustainer and the author and finisher of our faith. So Heavenly Father, God, as I come before you today, Lord, I just want to thank you yet for another day. I thank you, Father God, for watching over us, for constantly keeping us safe, oh Father God, during these trying times on this earth, during these difficult times, oh Father God, you said that you will always be there for us and that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So Father God, as I bring what you have placed on my heart to speak to your people about today, O Father God. I pray that when we have sinned against you, O Lord, that instead of trying to hide our sin, O Lord, that we will come to you knowing that you will forgive us of our sin, O Father God. And Lord, I say thank you yet again for what you're doing in the lives of your people, how you're drawing us closer and closer to you, O Lord, because we know that the day is coming when your son, Jesus Christ, will soon be returning to this earth. So Father, I thank you again in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So as I said before, I hope you guys are having a wonderful time and are having a good day so far. You know, in these economic times, the Bible tells us that these times will come. So when we see the Bible unfolding, when we see the Bible being fulfilled, we need to just look up because our redemption draw it nigh. So let me just get into this before I start going off course, as I sometimes often do. So it is human nature, really, to try and hide our sins, to try and hide the bad parts about us, to try and um, like personify a more positive image about ourselves. Because when you look on social media, no one really places or no one really puts on social media when they're having a bad day or when they're having when things are not going as great for them or how they have planned it. Everyone wants to portray a positive image about themselves. But let's face it, life is not like that. And it is the same thing when we sin against God we often want to downplay it or try and hide it, you know, sweep it under the rug and stuff like that, thinking that he does not see it. But that is not true because sin is something that instead of drawing us closer, when we do not repent of our sins, we're actually putting a wedge between us and the Father. 
because he is a holy God and he cannot be in the presence of sin. Does that mean he doesn't love the sinner? Of course he loves us. But when we sin and fail to repent of those sins, it's like it puts a strain in the relationship. It's like if you are married or if you have children and your children lie to you or your husband lie to you or some, you know, some family member or friend or whoever tells you a lie, you know, and you find out that they have lied to you. It puts like a, a, a bad taste in your mouth. But if they come and they say, you know what, this is what happened and speaks the truth, then it breaks that wall down. And at least you will think to yourself that, well, at least they, you know, admitted that they were at fault. And it is the same thing with the Lord. We need to admit our fault when we have sinned against him. Why? Because it then renews our relationship with him and then we can have confidence in coming to him. In the book of Proverbs 28 verse 13, it says here, People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will have mercy. And that is it. When we look around us, people are trying to hide and thinking that when they have committed a sin, it is secret. But we know that nothing is secret when it comes to God. In the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 to 10, and I will read it, it says here, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. And this is it here. When we confess our sin to the Lord, he is just to forgive us and cleanse us from all wickedness. So let us not pretend that we are perfect because there's no perfect person. The only perfect person who walked on this earth was Jesus Christ. And that was so many thousands of years ago. We have all fallen short of the glory of God, as the scripture says. The scripture also tells us that our righteousness are like filthy rags. But what we don't seem to realize or understand is that sin has a consequence. There is a consequence for sin and we will suffer and pay for that consequence and I'm just going to speak about David in the scriptures in the Old Testament David is known for a man of God's own heart God loved him so much not that he doesn't love all of us but as you know there's like a, a soft spot <laughs> so to speak where David is concerned why because David was constantly repenting David had a constantly repentant heart when it comes to the Lord, you know. But he made a mistake like we all will do through during our walk with God. He, he had a slip up and it was a big slip up. And because of that slip up, David had to suffer the consequences for what he had done. And I'm not sure if you guys, probably you have, but let me just draw it together so to speak so in the book of Samuel we see where David had an adulterous affair with Beersheba instead of going to war which he should have done he decided to stay back 
and um he saw Beersheba when she was having a, a shower and he had an adulterous affair with her but out of that affair she became pregnant for him so what did he do he tried to conceal that sin because you know she's another man's wife which he shouldn't have done that in the first place so he tried to get Uriah Uriah was at war that's Beersheba's um, husband and he basically told him to come back and he tried to get him drunk he tried everything to get him drunk but Uriah would not go home to sleep with his wife because I believe or I think that David was hoping Uriah would get so drunk that he would go home and then he would sleep with Beersheba and then they would pass this child off as Uriah's and Beersheba and then David's little secret so to speak would be kept under the quiet but of course that isn't so because God sees all and in the end when David realized that it was not working what was his final thing to do he resorted to murder he resorted to murder and he he gave Uriah a letter basically he gave Uriah his own death letter his own death sentence because that letter was written to Joab I believe for him to go right in the front which was a sure death and that was it there are times when we do things and we think that no one is gonna get hurt from it or when we have committed a sin or done something which is sinful against God and we think that nothing will happen of it but that is not so and when we see in the scriptures with David because of what he did because of what he has done which was so horrible in the sight of the Lord he not only committed adultery which is a sin against God which is to break a commandment he also committed murder which is a sin against God and another break in one of the Ten Commandments so what happened the son that Beersheba conceived God took that son and David had an uproar in his family he basically his family went haywire so to speak Absalom his son tried to overtake him and then his daughter was raped by his um by her, her brother then Absalom had sexual relations with David concubines on the roof where everyone could see it was just one big as they would say one big mess and that is it when we think that what we are doing is innocent when we think that no one will get hurt eventually that secret will come out and someone will get hurt is either a loved one will get hurt or you yourself will get hurt so never think that when you are committing something that you know you're not supposed to be doing when you're sinning against God never think that it is so innocent and no one will get hurt in the book of Psalms 139 verses 7 to 12 I'm gonna read it this is such a beautiful Psalms because here David is saying 
You know, where can we go and hide from you? And people think that we can hide from God. I was reading in Psalms chapter 2 this morning. And it says it, you know, where can we go? People are plotting all these things. But God sees everything. God sees everything. So I'm just going to read it. It's a bit long. But it said, I'm reading the NLT version. It says here, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. And that is it. There is no hiding from God. And there is a part in the scripture I can't remember exactly where it is in the Old Testament, where the priests, etc., were in the temple and they were in like a secret room and doing all manner of plots and plans. But what happened? I think the Lord then took him. Ezekiel or Isaiah, I don't, I don't remember, I don't want to tell a lie, but it's one of the prophets. He showed them what was being plotted in secret and that is it. When we make our plans and plots in secret, we think that no one else sees what God sees. At the end of the day, God is omnipresent, which means God is everywhere. As it says here in the scriptures, I can never escape from your spirit. The spirit of the Lord is everywhere. The Bible tells us that the, the Lord goes to and fro. His eyes are all over the earth. So there is absolutely nothing we can do. No matter what we try to hide, no matter what we do, God sees. And I think the thing is, when we come to that realization that we have a God who sees everything even the most minute things it tells us in his word that even our thoughts he knows our thoughts before we even think it that in itself should scare us not scare us like let us cower in our boots but scare us to the realization that god knows absolutely everything at the end of the day the Bible tells us he is the beginning and the end. He knows what is coming before it even comes. And then when we look in the book of Luke chapter 8 verse 17, it says, For all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open and everything that is concealed will be brought to light and made known to all. And that is it. All that we plan and plot in, the, in secret will come to light. And I think Jesus was the one who said that in Luke. And this is it. <clears throat> Sorry about that. When we look at what is happening now, with all this exposure, with all what is happening, you hear so many things are being exposed, especially in the body of Christ today. I bet they didn't think that these things will come out. I bet they didn't eat. The thought has never even occurred to them that, listen, 
I shouldn't be doing this because I'm sinning against God or I shouldn't be doing this because God is constantly watching over me. And that is it because they didn't even think it. It is being exposed now. But if they had thought about it in the first instance, they would have such a reverent fear of God knowing that God will expose every secret sin. In the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13, we read, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. That in itself is a scripture or a verse in the Bible worth pondering over. And I will repeat it again. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And that is it, my brothers and sisters. Nothing that we do is hidden. God sees all. We are like one big open book to him. Nothing that we do, nothing that we will do, nothing that we will ever do takes him by surprise. So instead of thinking that we can have a one upon God or we can plot something in our minds or do something that violates his commandment, that drives a wedge between him and us because God detests sin, let us instead walk in union with our father and i was reading you know when i was preparing this the lord brought me back to the garden of eden with adam and eve and when they sinned against god what was the first thing that they did they went and hide they went and hide it says here that in genesis chapter 3 verse 8 let me try and find it. The first thing that they did was they went and hide in the garden. And that is it. We often try to hide when we are caught out. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even me, I'll be honest with you. Even me, sometimes when I should have done something and I didn't do it, and my husband called me out on it, I oftentimes get defensive. But then in that instant, the Holy Spirit would convict me and say, that's it. You know better. You should be doing better. And that is it. I think it is our natural human instinct to want to run away or not to own up to the wrong that we have done. But what God is saying, don't run away. Instead, confess your sin. And let me read Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. It says here, I'm reading the NLT version, by the way. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. And that is it. When they, because they knew, because now sin has entered the world, they thought that they would have such an awakening, which would be better. But instead, you see, it's worse. And sin has consequences. And because of their disobedience, God cursed the earth. 
God cursed the ground. God, you know what I mean? It's a repercussion and we are reeling from that. This is why we have all these problems in the world. Sin has entered the world. Why? Because of disobedience. So instead of hiding, instead of running away from God when we have committed something, let us go to him and confess. When we look also in the book, I think it's in Genesis as well, with the first murder, Cain and Abel. <clears throat> when Cain killed his brother, what was the first thing he chose to do? He wanted to run. He became defensive when God asked him, where is, it? Where is your brother? What did he say? Am I my brother's keeper? You know, he became defensive. He became more rebellious and strong-willed. Instead of saying, you know what? I got angry because God was saying to him, be careful because anger is crouching at crouching on you anger is coming be careful be careful god was warning him and that is it there are times in our lives when god is warning us not to do something why because it has dire consequences but because we are so adamant in our ways we tend to do it and then when it does happen we said oh my goodness me we should have listened but instead of not listening instead of sinning against God let us confess our sin why because it lifts a weight off our shoulders have you ever done something and you're carrying it around and it is such a heavy burden it feels as though it is gonna weigh you down and as soon as you have confessed that sin as soon as you have confessed what you have done is a weight just comes off your shoulder and that is what sin is sin is a weight sin is a burden you know jesus our perfect sin bearer he carried the weight of sin with him on that cross and the, our sins were nailed on that cross so i say thank you yet again for listening i hope that you have taken something away from it knowing that when you have done something that is not pleasing in the eyes of God, instead of trying to rationalize it or instead of trying to hide it, you know, go to the Father humbly and say, Lord, I messed up again. Help me. Confess our sins. And the more we learn to confess our sins is the more freedom and the more we will have a relationship with the Lord. And the more we come to him, and admit our weaknesses is the more he will give us strength and i say thank you yet again and as always may the lord bless you may the lord keep you may the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you and may the countenance of the lord forever rest upon you and give you peace and i say shalom 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 and remember if we confess our sins he is faithful to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. The God that we serve is a faithful God. He is a loving God. And let us not hide our sins, but let us go to him on repented knees and confess our sins to him, knowing that he will forgive us of our sins. And I say thank you and have a wonderful day, everyone. And God bless you and shalom. Shalom, shalom. Bye.